Welcome to Project Encouragement. Oftentimes in life, we face struggles that keep us broken, discouraged, and downhearted. But the Word says that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So we're hoping our broadcast can help you stay encouraged on your journey. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. In today's episode, I want to go over a story in the Bible in Luke and I want to title it, What's Your Excuse? There's a story that goes on in Luke 14, uh, verses 16 to 24. And, and the Bible reads this. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, and sent to servants supper time to say to them that they were bidden, Come for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And the other said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and showed the Lord these things. And the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor, and the maimed, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, O Lord, it is done that I has commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Boy, that's a good story, and it's it's chock full of what's going on today. Everybody has an excuse. We have an excuse for our actions. We have an excuse for how things happen. And this story talks about a great supper, which I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. But I want to talk a little bit about the excuses that we go through to in today's world, and excuses that people use. Well, first of all, one the, the greatest excuse everybody uses is everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing, you know, they're, they're going to the bars, they're going to the clubs, they're bar hopping, they're, everybody's doing it. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's just living life. But I will tell you, if you read in the Bible, God is a nonconformist. Every great man that was used in the Bible was a nonconformist. Romans 12.2 says it best, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Noah was a nonconformist. He was different. He listened to God. He heard from God. Even in the Bible, in Genesis 6.9 the Bible says Noah was faultless among his contemporaries, his era, his age group. And Noah didn't go along with popular opinion or ungodly activities, what people are doing. Second Peter 2.5 says Noah was a preacher of righteousness. Noah preached the same message, the same sermon for 120 years. It's going to rain. That is nonconformist. This man listened to God and did what God said, even though everybody else was doing different. And there's another story, Enoch. Enoch, he didn't conform to the world, but he walked with God. More than ever, we need to give the world Jesus. 
Here's another excuse that people use. Times have changed. The Bible isn't relevant to today's time. Mm, They sure have. Time has changed. But God's word and God's will has not changed. See, politics change. Society changes. Customs, they change. Fashion changes. But God's word does not change. Hebrews 13.8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And Proverbs 35 says every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. In the days of inflation, my friend, wages of sin is still the same. It's death. And here's another excuse a lot of people use. It doesn't matter what you believe, but as long as you're good and sincere. Well, the number one lie Satan uses to send people to hell is that he's a deceiver. He was a deceiver in the garden. Listen, you can have faith, but unless you have faith in Jesus, you can't be saved. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says it best, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by work, so that no man can boast. Listen, you can be a good person. You can be sincere, unless you're saved and accepted the Lord as your Savior. No matter how good you are or how sincere, Bible says there's a place for for people who don't accept it, and that's hell. Another excuse a lot of people use is, I don't understand it. We live in a realm of things that we don't understand, but we believe. This is cool in this parable right here, the story that I read. There's four questions answered in this story right here. What is it like to be a Christian? Well, it's like going to a great buffet, a banquet that you have not provided or prepared. But God is the provider and the preparer, and every God-given appetite will be met. Or, how can I be a Christian? Simple, by accepting an invitation to a party, a supper. It's not complex, it's just pretty straightforward. All you got to do is accept the invitation and come to the party. And the third one, who will go to heaven? Those who have accepted the invitation. You cannot invite yourself or make no contribution. You can't earn it. You just come as you are. A lot of times we have to, we feel that we have to clean up before we come to the Lord. And there's people right now that want a maid to come to their house. But I guarantee you, you're going to have to clean your house up before the maid comes. It don't work that way with the Lord and accepting this invitation. And if I don't become a Christian, is it a big deal? Yes, you cannot save yourself. And right here, verse 24, you set your own course. It said, for I say to you that none of these men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. People are using excuses every day. The men used, hey, I bought some oxen. Hey, I bought some land. Hey, I just got married. We, we use excuses every day, but today is the day of salvation. Now, a lot of people use this example here. I'll put it off until later. I have more living to do. A lot of people think that when they get saved, God takes things from them. He takes away things you don't need, hate, anger, malice. But you can still have fun. You can still live your life. There, there, the Bible's full of examples of people, people waiting to put off salvation. Like the rich ruler. You know, a guy, he said, how can I inherit the kingdom of God? How to go to heaven? And, and Jesus said, just sell all your goods and follow me. 
And he said, well, you know, I met all your commandments. Uh, I didn't commit adultery. I didn't murder. I didn't steal. I didn't have a false testimony. You know, I, I've done every. I honored my mother and father. But Jesus said, still, you got to sell your possessions and follow me. He said, I can't do that. Because he felt that he didn't want to give up certain things. And right here, the last one. A lot, this last excuse, a lot of people say, well, I'm just too bad. I'm a bad person. I'm going to tell you, 1 Timothy 1.15, Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Paul said, listen, you think you're bad. Check out what I've done. So we need to have a mind made up today to follow the Lord and quit using excuses. Listen, the Lord, it's like this parable. The Lord has prepared a table. There's a supper, heaven, salvation. There's an invitation. He's asking you, hey, do you want to come? Do you want to be here? And all you got to do is accept that invitation and come to the banquet and live for the Lord and follow him. And he's going to lead you, guide you, and direct you. So if you don't know the Lord today, I encourage you. And I hope this little episode kind of helps you along your way to encourage you to follow the Lord. And before I close out, I'd like to pray with you. Father, I just come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that this episode, this podcast, would follow on good ground and encourage someone to follow you and become saved. And Father, I pray there's someone that's lost fellowship with you, that they'll come to fellowship with you. They'll call upon you and be saved. But Father, I pray that we would just stop using excuses to serve you and do your will. And we'll just be 100% sold out to you and listen to you for when you, when you try to tell us and lead us and guide us and direct us. And Father, I ask these prayers up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Quick, before we end this episode, if you do not have a home church that you attend in person or virtually, I would like to cordially invite you to Cochrane Street Bible Church. That's at 964 Cochrane Street, Statesville, North Carolina, 28677. Or you can find us on Facebook at Cochrane Street Bible Church, Statesville. Or you can find us on YouTube. That's Cochrane Street Bible Church NC. Hope to see you then. Till next time. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a comment. Or if you have a prayer request, feel free to inbox us. And we will pray and believe God with you. Until next time, remember Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth. But the word of our God shall stand forever.